0: While we were on these commercial, these very long drawn out commercial projects that sometimes took a month, two months, sometimes it took a year to get paid, mm-hmm. I could go or we could go and paint, you know, 15 kitchen cabinet projects and make 10 times the money in half the time. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done.
1: Hi, everyone. It is a great day at Estimate Rocket Radio. My name is Kathleen. I'm a co-owner here at Estimate Rocket, and I am joined by my dynamic duo, co-host, Chris Shank. He is our leader of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket University. Hey, Chris, how are you today?
2: I'm doing good. How are you, Kathy?
1: Great. And we are so excited to have with us today in our Estimate Rocket studios, Ryan Amato. Ryan has over 12 years experience of owning his own painting company, Ryan Amato Painting. And he's also just recently been honored in the Estimate Rocket Rival program as a champion. He has estimated several thousand estimates within Estimate Rocket, and we just love celebrating our customers like that.
2: So we talked to Ryan about sales planning, how sales planning is happening in his company, how they communicate with their team, how they involve their team. They've made some big changes in their company and you'll hear it. He talked about taking a big gulp and then doing something that could affect everybody in the company. And it was such an understatement, but so amazing. Hey, if you don't know, we have Vision Conference happening right now at Estimate Rocket, and we have 10 sessions of teaching people how to do sales planning and profit planning using the data that you should be collecting all throughout the year. So we talk about how to collect the right data and the right numbers, how to process that and how to create plans out of that. So you can structure specific sales goals for the next year and specific profit goals, because those two are different. One is about making more money and one is about keeping more money. We get down into the details and vision conference, find it on our website, estimaterocket.com/slash-vision-conference
1: hey ryan welcome to estimate rocket radio how are you today
0: i am great thank you for having me today
2: ryan uh it's been really neat in the last year and and longer than that we've known you for quite a while but especially in the last year to see how ryan amato paintings been taken off and we were just having a discussion here you me and kathy and we were talking about the awesome stuff that you are putting out in social media and we see a lot of your advertisements and uh, we've actually had you in as a rival champion in our rival training program. It's for people to learn how to use Estimate Rocket. And you've jumped in and you've done, I forget how many estimates. Do you remember how many estimates your company has done in Estimate Rocket?
0: Oh, it was a lot. It's it was a, a
2: lot. Like, I think you're in the thousands, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: You're several thousand. And it's it's really interesting because that just means that you've you've done a lot of business through that tool, but we know that you're doing a lot of business just in general and there's a lot to learn from you uh, for one. And let me mention this again, that your media output in, in all of your marketing and your branding is spectacular. We were just looking at the video <laughs> you sitting in your office space, your recording studio, and it is It's decked out in like really cool lights and you got the right, you know, front facing, you know, lights to make sure everything's looking good on camera and got nice cameras, nice mics. And you just seem to do everything right. You guys are doing a great job out there.
0: Well, I really appreciate it. It was just always my goal to just put everything out, no matter if it was the good or the bad. If we messed the job up or or we did a great job, I just throw it out there. So it's not always, um, you know, um, roses. Uh, I just wanted to help other contractors and, and also educate our customers. Mm -hmm. You're
2: doing a good job. Kathy and I are jealous a little bit. (laughs) Okay. We're in the middle of our vision conference and we're talking about sales planning, profit planning. We're going to be doing this for 10 sessions going into February, just helping people get more of a foundation on knowing how to gather numbers and collect data and process that and then build that into a plan for the future. And so we are like, we want to talk to Ryan Amato. What are you guys doing over there? What is sales planning? Or 2022 look like for your company so what's your thoughts on that
0: so I may drive my team crazy if you if you talk to them ever um, <laughs> I love information and, and data um, I like to make an, uh, an educated um, change I don't like to just change things for the sake of I wake up one day and um, I just decide to change something so mm-hmm. with without that that data in in our sales information um, you know if you're if you keep going out and doing estimates and giving pricing and 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 come to find out a year from now when you look back at your numbers or you sit down with your accountant that you've been underbidding all of your projects for mm. the last year or or your even your materials are, are higher um, which they are for everybody right now and you never have have adjusted your your bids mm. um, you could be in for for a, a, a rude awakening um, that's why a lot one a lot of times I'm on Facebook or social media, and I see other contractors wanting to know other people's square foot pricing or or room pricing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it doesn't really equate. Mm-hmm. It's it's great to know it, but it doesn't really matter. I could know my competitor's pricing, but that doesn't mean it would really work for us. Right,
3: right. Mm-hmm.
0: We have a lot of data. We have a we we have actually. My son is also in charge of that. He's he's also social media, and he does my data because he loves it. Um,
2: this guy we sounds try. amazing,
0: by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I think we have a
1: software engineer in our future.
0: That's right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Sounds smart.
0: He, he also loves the same thing. You can look at these numbers, um, whether it's our, whether it's a closing rate in sales or, or an average sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just gives you so much ammunition to to either make changes or know if you're doing good or bad.
1: So Ryan, how do you collect your numbers throughout the year to prepare for the sales planning?
0: So we're using a couple different apps. Um, we use um, uh, can, can I mention the apps? We use Pipeline sure. Deals, yeah. which is which is our customer um, database, basically. And I, I set that up with certain tabs that that track um, certain data points that we want to um, track through the year. Mm-hmm. We then we then export those into um, we use Smart which is basically Excel spreadsheets, but a little more beefed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can run um, dashboards in there. So our, our estimators can see how they're doing You know, day by day. It's just automatically updated. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we have a huge spreadsheet, which has all of our data down from closing rates for each estimator, um, what type of jobs um, we do best at, um, what type of uh, production rates we're getting on those jobs, whether a mm-hmm. gross profit is, all those numbers. Um, it's shared to the whole company, uh, mm-hmm. the office, so they can see uh, at any time they can go in there and see what they want to do. So uh, at this time of the year, we're already in October, we're starting to really dive into those numbers to, to see and plan for next year. So it's a combo of, of making sure all the information is is entered incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at it all through the year and knowing uh, what all those numbers mean, it's really mm-hmm. important to know what your numbers mean. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe maybe not so much for a one man painting company, but when you start adding in right. uh, employees and, and mm-hmm. office staff and admin and all that other stuff, um, you mm-hmm. can certainly, from experience, you can certainly. Um lose money.
2: Would it be fair to say at that point, if you're not a numbers person, you got to find a numbers person because you know every little decimal point is going to make a difference?
0: Absolutely. so i used to I used to go to my accountant, uh, and I still do I, he's he's you know one of my mentors. Um, but I really felt like I really needed somebody, uh, my son who who was into these numbers weekly. Where we can make quick changes if we had mm-hmm. to, and, and it just kind of fit. He also does our social media, so um, he can see where we're doing best at, and he also can put out ads and and um, posts and everything on social media that also uh, fits.
2: He's got the math skills and the art and wow. the artistic kind of <laughs> <laughs> skill. Uh, that's not always paired in in people. Usually, you know, you have one that's a type, and then another that's the numbers type or whatever but um, that, that's interesting. So anyway, I'm going to stop bragging on your kid because I feel like that's what this whole podcast
1: is starting to, to. <laughs> Well, the, well
0: I'll, I'll say one bad thing. He doesn't like dealing <laughs> with customers. That's, that's the only thing. Oh,
2: there you go. Yes. Found that's something okay. Of-
1: Data people usually don't like dealing with customers. So that is okay. That fits yeah. the personality.
3: There yep.
2: I like mm-hmm. this kid. Okay. So let me ask you about specific strategies. And uh, real quick, you said in October... You guys are especially focusing on those numbers as you prepare for the next year. Even though, like all throughout the year, you're watching things, but mm-hmm. is October your big, your your planning month, or is there like a kind of a summit where you're saying, okay, this month we're making the plan, the strategies.
0: So, so we're in the pre-planning phase right now. You actually caught us at a good time. Um, we'll slowly start discussing it, and then in an, about another week or two, we're, we'll we'll all sit down the key people. And really devour these numbers and see um, what they really looked like and where we're really doing well at and maybe some types of jobs that we can, you know, not do.
2: Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Can you give me an idea of a specific strategy that would come out of some of these meetings? Like, you know, every year we do this and this one objective is either tweaked or set in a way.
0: Yeah, so um, we're always looking at what types of jobs, um, well, really, honestly, are most profitable for us with mm-hmm. the least amount of work. Um, yeah. So we learned, I'll give you an example. We learned um, two, two and a half years ago that working for general contractors, um, new construction, just it wasn't the fit for us. Really. We had to wait so long to be paid. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm there we were at the mercy of them scheduling the projects we were always the last one on the job site and it was always a really crammed schedule Mm -hmm. so um you know i took a big gulp and said uh okay no more we're not going to do any more new construction we're not going to work for general contractors anymore
2: so that big Um, gulp that was uh not the 7-eleven big gulp that was a (laughs) (laughs) swallow of fear down deep in my heart Uh, I remember doing, I mean, I'm asking you that too. I'm not just telling, I'm not, I'm guessing that's what it is. Cause I remember doing a podcast with you and we were talking about using industry standards to protect yourself on the job and new Because So I like, I used you in education to talk about new construction and things like that. And so that was kind of a big part of your company identity, right?
0: And that's all my experience. I I was in the painter's union for 18 years doing just commercial and industrial painting work so
2: um,
0: I'm very comfortable going out and painting steel and pipes and beams and and new construction Um, Mm. not so much residential work but we come to find out that painting you know while we were on these commercial these very long drawn out commercial projects that sometimes took a month two months sometimes it took a year to get paid Mm -hmm. I could go where we could go and paint you know, fifteen kitchen cabinet projects and make ten times the money in mm. half the time.
1: Wow! Right, absolutely, and get paid
0: and get paid right away. <laughs> that was yeah, and, right. It, it get a fifty percent deposit, uh, get twenty five percent when we show up, and get paid on the re- on the last day of the job. All, right. Usually ninety nine percent of the time. Mm.
1: Right, mm-hmm. and and if you social media the projects that you are most profitable on, then you will start advertising for the exact jobs that you want to get, which I think is a really Mm -hmm. cool idea. So Ryan, how do you course correct when you're not hitting your sales numbers? In order to grow and be successful, every company has to have the you know what to do that at any given point in time. Absolutely. And it's scary as hell, but you have to do it. That's a, that's a
2: hardcore question, isn't it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. Um, So basically um, I'll already be aware of it because I'm going to be hearing complaints from our, my admin. I'm going to be hearing complaints from my project manager or the Mm -hmm. field staff. So they're going to, they're going to be giving me feedback as um, for one instance, Exterior work on older homes where it involves a lot of scraping Mm -hmm. and um, unknown wood, uh, rotting wood, or expectations that can't be met to the customer. We know that those houses are an issue for us. Mm So by the time I get to actually look at all these numbers and I know, again, those homes are taking weeks and weeks and weeks to complete where we could have done you know, I could have painted twenty single bedrooms, or, or I could have did kitchen cabinets again. Right. Um, we'll make will make a quick change during the year. Um, it's it's a lot of communication with the staff, letting them know um, because you know some of the painters love those type of jobs, but we have Oops. to explain that that you know in the best interest of the company that uh, and for them to keep having a job, we have to make these changes as we go along. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Okay. So that's interesting. The communication of what your leadership goals are. I'll ask you that in a second, but how do you specifically involve your sales team in planning? Are there certain people that you bring in at different times? And then how does that, um,
0: Yes. Again, my, even, even though my, my admin was who's Christina, um, she plays a very big role in sales. She's not actually mm -hmm. outgoing to do estimates, but she's on the phone with all these customers. We do a lot of our sales virtually mm-hmm. um, without going out to the site. So she is setting these these estimates up on a T tee for who, whoever the estimator may be. Mm. Um, so she'll always be in those meetings. She has a lot of great feedback on what, what is working, what's not working.
2: Is this uh, something that you just, she happens to be a good higher level leader thinker? Is it somebody that is just kind of filling in that role just because you need it? Like I I could see a lot of people thinking, I don't don't know if my admin would like to do all that or be capable of it.
0: She was actually hired to be an operations manager.
3: Okay.
2: Okay.
0: Um, When I brought her in, it just turned out, you know, about a month, month and a half. It just wasn't for her, but she excelled at communication with the clients. Mm. Um, setting up estimates, scheduling mm-hmm. things, um, doing things on the phone. Uh, so it just became, uh, it was a simple switch over. Uh, she, she actually sold, I think we talked before, Chris, she has sold, I, th- I think it's about $175,000 worth of kitchen cabinet estimates mm-hmm. in like six months virtually without going wow. out of the house. That's
1: incredible. I and she really well, hates seen-
0: sales. <laughs> and,
1: and you know, what's incredible, Ryan, is that you've empowered her and she has mm-hmm. the capability of closing that level of sales volume over a six month period virtually. And we tell our customers right. about the ability to do this all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. It's so easy. You want to shorten that sales cycle and, mm-hmm. and actually using um, your Estimate Rocket, it helps so much with the, the automated emails, mm-hmm. um, the, the automated campaigns.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and she's able to go on right away on the phone and send them a proposal. There's no, we don't have to, we're not going to mail it to you. We don't have to call you back in a couple of days. We don't have to set up an appointment that we don't have to wait a week or two to get out to your house to do an estimate. She is physically able to do it when a customer calls in. And that customer probably has called two or three other painting companies who maybe they didn't answer the phone. Or from my experience, they didn't show up for the estimate. Um, She can do it right away. So uh, it's so much easier Mm -hmm. uh, for somebody who loves to just talk to people. Like I just said, she hates sales. She claims that she hates sales, but (laughs) she's very good at it.
1: But she's not selling herself. It's so easy for me to be in sales at at Estimate Rocket because I'm not selling myself. I'm selling our team. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm selling this great software product. So it's so much easier to sell a team that you believe in, like she does.
0: Exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. I think it's.
2: You were talking about people not returning calls, and you had just told us that somebody that you were working with, you were trying to get a hold of them during the whole covid economy thing and you had a hard time getting a hold of them and and that was like wow that was kind of a wake up call for whether or not you should be work, working with them and you said you're not anymore right
0: we're not my mind i'm still waiting for them to show up um, yeah <laughs> that's crazy
3: man yeah
0: and it wasn't just one it's amazing i'll go to and i hear this often when i go to an estimate i'll I'll go will open the door and say wow i'm surprised you're here and mm. I'm like, "Well, what do you mean you're surprised I'm here? Well, I've called four other painting contractors and nobody's <laughs> called back. Unbelievable!
1: That that blows my mind as yeah. a business owner. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, And I'm we we have uh, it's uh, they have a directive in my company that uh, they must be called back within 24 hours, and that's even too long.
1: Mm. Mm. Well, and I have this saying, and and the team gets tired of me uh, repeating it over and over again, but I tell the contractors that that um, a lead is like a french fry it gets cold in seconds. So mm-hmm. the response time you really have to be on top of everything daily in sales. there's there's no vacationing there's you have to have your feet on the ground and be making the calls and communicating to customers as they need you.
3: Mm-hmm. That's perfect.
1: So Ryan, as you um, involve your, your leadership team into the whole process. How do you get the buy-in? How do you communicate the goals that you want to set forth and how do you get their team buy-in?
0: It is a lot of communication and and that's hard for me, even though I'm, I'm, I do sales and I do communicate every day, Mm -hmm. but to, to get those thoughts out of my head, I, it's, it's, it's tough for me. Like Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's tough for other business owners. So we we will physically make sure we set um, meetings mm-hmm. so we don't all get out of whack with each other. We're all on the same page all the time. Mm-hmm. I share everything with them. So they'll see all of our numbers, all mm-hmm. of the revenue, um, all of the sales numbers, uh, anything good, anything bad. It's, it's all shared. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think I'm good at sharing my excitement for the product. Like you just talked about where... Christina doesn't have to be a salesperson she just has to love what she's what we're offering
3: mm-hmm.
0: and um, that's how it is for me I love mm-hmm. what we do I love the the relationships with our customers um, uh, we love to leave them a gift at the end of the job um, I just love all that
3: mm-hmm. so
0: it's just a ton of communication and when it lacks or when I lack on it invariably we we are not on the same page and We'll we'll have to drop back in on that and and get Mm -hmm. it back together.
1: Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, Ryan, what we found invaluable here at Estimate Rocket, because we're growing by leaps and bounds as well, and it is having a meeting rhythm. Um, Our company is mostly remote. Uh, We don't don't want our wonderful, talented people having to move to where the corporate office is. So as we grow, we grow remotely. And Zoom is our best friend. And we have daily, daily meetings, weekly meetings. The daily meetings might be shorter, might be only 10 or 15 minutes, but we're continually checking in with each other, um, asking if someone is stuck on something, um, you know, but the, the, the meeting rhythm is so important and it becomes making sure that you're meeting with your team members becomes as important as what you're doing that day for tasks for your customers. So yeah. it has to be your, you have to feel that your team and your leadership team are as important as each and every customer and speaking with them on a regular basis is invaluable.
0: it's yeah. absolutely yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. And when we, when we stop doing that, we have issues
1: all the time right
0: um you know in our busy lives we're all busy Mm -hmm. my teams are all busy and if they get caught up in in the in the day-to-day and the firefighting of jobs um complaints or or Mm -hmm. whatever might be going on and they forget about the bigger picture Mm -hmm. um that's where i need to, to or any owner needs to rein them back in
1: right Right. Yeah. And there's, I I think there's nothing more impor- important than hearing someone's voice. You know, you can type messages, messages, type messages can be misunderstood. You know, yeah. if you're, if you're not sitting with me, you might not be getting the joke that I'm trying to, to, <laughs> to relay, you know, because you're not there, you're not getting it. So I think, especially for teams um, having the phone call or the Zoom call is so important because then you get to hear people's passion, their their love for you, um, their, their insight, their level of caring for you. Um, it, to me, it's invaluable.
0: And that's, I talked to Chris about it before. Uh, we use another app where it's essentially a, a video, I can send them a video email where it, it you open up your email and there's my video. You don't have to click a yeah. link. You, mm-hmm. don't, you don't have to do anything else. So you can hear my tone. You can hear my my passion about uh, what I'm talking to you about. Um, we also use that for sales, so that that has worked out tremendously. Mm-hmm. As well as I have to give a shout out to Tom Reber. Um, he has certainly helped me cut that sales cycle down. Uh, mm-hmm. so we use a lot of his a lot of his processes as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, he's someone we really adore here at Estimate yeah, Rock.
0: I was
2: gonna say, yeah, we, we,
0: like have, we have a very
1: tight relationship with him. Did you hear on social media that his HGTV show is now gonna launch in January instead of? Um, oh, yes, yep. I saw yeah, his post yeah. the other day.
0: I followed, yep. follow yeah, I'm him very
1: excited for him.
0: Yeah, that's amazing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just read a post by him. He said, uh, it was on Instagram on Contractor Fight. Says time kills deals. Speed is king in the sales process. There's no mm-hmm. better time than right now to take action that moves you closer to a signed contract and deposit check. So he's yeah, very strong language on that.
3: Right.
2: Well, exactly. that is you know is, if
0: if yeah. you wait if you wait they're calling three other contractors and
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: some people will take the first one that answers. Yeah.
2: That's true. Yeah, exactly. Which still well, may take only a while.
1: because they're feeling desperation. Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. What a market for you if everyone's feeling right. desperate. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. Do, doing, the right, doing the right thing gets you business. Imagine that. It's right. not always yeah. like that. Sometimes, sometimes there's a lot of people doing the right thing. And so mm-hmm. you, you really got to think different. But right now, the interesting thing is just doing the right thing. But okay. Well, it's been awesome talking to you. Love hearing about your planning and your strategizing and how your team and your son Basically, is running your business. <laughs> no, um, it's you guys are amazing. And you're doing a great job as a dad. By the way, I love that because I'm a dad and I love being a dad. And I just love, I love thinking about like how to raise a good kid. It seems like you're doing it. And um, and, and a lot of people want to know, you know, working with family and business is how do you do it right? And it sounds it looks like you guys are doing a really cool job. But if people want to see all the cool social media and what your company is up to, where do they find you at?
0: Oh, we're everywhere. So, um, I mean, honestly, if you go to YouTube, it's Ryan Amato Painting. um, Instagram is Ryan Amato Painting. We put everything on Instagram. So you'll find uh, videos of of the painters, videos of me, um, Mm -hmm. jobs, whatnot. We're on Facebook. Same thing, Ryan Amato Painting. Um, We're everywhere. TikTok is another favorite of ours. Yeah. Um, You guys are doing good. love to connect with other. Yeah, TikTok for us is, I, I think we have... I don't even know right now, 42,000 subscribers.
3: Jeez. Um,
0: it's been crazy. So we'd yeah. love to connect with other contractors. So always feel free to reach out, mm-hmm. um, email me, call me, uh, whatever I can do to help.
1: I know that Estimate Rocket follows you. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. That's right. <laughs> We're trying to but we love stuff. Estimate Rocket.
2: Uh, we love Ryan Amato painting. We're excited to have you on this podcast. Thank you so much for opening up. Just a a window to see into how you guys do things over there. This has been
1: awesome. Right. And your pearls of wisdom, I'm sure, will help many people.
0: I hope so. I really appreciate you having me on.
1: Thank you, Ryan.
0: This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com.
2: So that big um, gulp. That was uh, not the Seven Eleven big gulp.